Hallelujah. Thank you, prophetess. My God. That is true prophecy right there. That is a revealing of God's heart for the lost. You have to have compassion. Hmm. But I'm going to need you to be free first. Amen. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. Glory to God. Thank you so much for the prayers that went up. And it is just that serious. assignment is serious just don't get caught unaware of the season and the times that we are in right now my goodness man we can get to church on the right path of loving the loss. We could be sitting in here and still lost. Yeah? Mm. I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight, first of all. Thank you. Amen. This is our reasonable duty. This is what we're called to. Yes, yes. I want to thank you for coming. It's a lot of warfare against um, the believer, especially when you hear the word. You know, when you actually hear the word, you better expect that he's going to come for it. Now, what helps to lessen that effect is how deep we are bonded in love for one another. Everyone in here counts. Everyone in here is powerful. <laughs> Man. I just feel a little serious tonight. I like to have a little fun, but I feel a little serious right now because the hour is important. It is a time to be serious. How many of y'all in the attack? Mm. Well, let's find out what's going on. Amen. There are some things that we can do. Yeah. To. Let's just get one thing straight. The attacks are not going to stop. <laughs> let's make sure we are playing on that. They are not going to stop until you go to the dust. Okay. That's how. It's how we act upon them. All right? Because they're not going to stop. They're going to come. 
Are y'all subtle in y'all spirit with that? Because I am. You, you have to be. Yeah, it, don't, it is. It, it, it is on whether you're in it or not, but you, you're in it. Okay? Man. Let's, let's, I got two things I want to cover with you real quick, but let's find out a few little things. Um, causing some issues here. Man, how many of y'all got peace? <laughs> yeah? Really? All right. Man, I thought it would be a different response, but y'all got peace. <sighs> Before I get to the four things you must know, how the enemy attacks us. I won't go here right quick. Uh, go to Hebrews. I really want to do Hebrews 12.1. I really want to go all the way to 17, but right now we might not have time, but we're gonna, we may just read it, but I'm going to pick out a few things. Amen? Amen. All right. Uh, we come to get the enemy. <laughs> Anybody ready? Because I'm ready. I mean, attacking my sister-in-law. You know, they had to rush Thomasine to the hospital, right? You know, man, this is too much. It's too much. Yeah. Got to get her in the kingdom all the way. Amen? Before she leave here. Matter of fact, we all need to make sure we're in there before we leave here. Mm. Okay. All right, man. So you got it? Hebrews 12? You got it? 12.1? Amplified? Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. So reads, Therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony to the truth, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance every unnecessary weight, and that sin which so readily, deftly, and cleverly clings to and entangles us. And let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us. Verse 2. Come on. Looking away from all that will distract, to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive for our belief, and is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. Tamim. He, for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him, endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Hold Je on. I just want to know, are y'all in the race? <laughs> are you in the race? Because this is about the race. It's about endurance. Oh, come on, y'all. This is, this is really good. This is really good. I want, I, I want to go through all the 17. Just, but I, keep, let's keep going. Keep going. Verse 3. Just think of him who endured from sinners such grievous opposition 
and bitter hostility against himself. Reckon up and consider it all in comparison with your trials Mm. so that you may not grow weary or exhausted, losing heart and relaxing and fainting in your minds. Verse four. Stop. That's there for you to reflect on when you're going through what you're going through that seems so life-threatening. This is supposed to be now in comparison. That means you're going to have to get in the word. We, we just, we, we just, it's too much crying. Mm. And, you know, in consider what he went through. This is what it's about, what he endured for you. Okay, come on. This innocent. These are keys that are going to help you. They're going to help you in the battle. Okay? So what you're going through, let's, let's continue to read. Come on. Verse 4. You have not yet struggled and fought agonizingly against sin. Mm-mm. Nor have you yet resisted and withstood to the point of pouring out your own blood. And have you completely forgotten the divine word of appeal and encouragement in which you are reasoned with and addressed as sons? My son, do not think lightly or scorn to submit to the correction and discipline of the Lord. Listen. Nor lose courage and give up and faint when you are reproved or corrected by him. Stop. This ties right into 2 Timothy 3.16. All right? Come on. Oh, and listen, Proverbs 12, 1. All right, come on. Let's get this thing going. Verse 6. For the Lord corrects and disciplines everyone whom he loves, and he punishes, even scourges every son whom he accepts and welcomes to his heart and cherishes. Verse 7. Hold on. Stop. Read this again. For the Lord corrects and disciplines everyone whom he loves. loves. Y'all see this? Oh, you're in the right place. You keep wondering, why we keep talking about, why is it always discipline? Duh. No, but you just want to be at a place where you can just do what you want and it feels good. I'm going to get on that too. That's the wrong That's your, that's your soul. We're going to talk about that tonight, too. Okay, come on. Start from the top again. For the Lord corrects. For the Lord corrects and disciplines everyone whom he loves. And he punishes, even scourges, mm. every son whom he accepts and welcomes to his heart and cherishes so you are his son like his son right. and all that what he went through we just read past the scripture this is what is going on sons and daughters this is what's going on but i promise we don't know how to process it i'm gonna show you why we don't know how to process it come on 
You're a son. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Verse 7. You must submit to and endure correction for discipline. God is dealing with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not thus train and correct and discipline? No, you mad at pastor. You mad at the teaching. Not you. Not y'all. Right? Not y'all. See, some people be like, why are we always here? Why did, I mean, we could just be talking about tithing all the time. You'll feel the same way. Why are they always talking about tithing? Why are they talking about tithing? We could be talking about love. You be like, why are they talking about love? Why are they talking about love? Mm-mm, something wrong. So hard is you can't hear what you need to hear. Yeah. Oh, you must submit to and endure, not quit. How many of y'all just won't quit? Ain't nobody. What do you say? Go to the next verse. <laughs> See, it's like it's how we are to respond to what we're going through. See, the reason a lot of times you, you get upset is because you see pastor is just mere man. Instead of me and my call, Moshe. See, no. And, and then the call has been so misused. So when you see the real thing... You, you don't identify. No, because you feel it. Oh, I'm going to help you tonight. We can get there about y'all feelings. This is how he's, you're so easily snared. Okay. Okay, yep. Come on. Let's do this thing. Verse 8. Now, if you are exempt from correction and left without discipline, in which all of God's children share, then you are illegitimate offspring and not true sons at all. Now, y'all stop right there for a minute. So a lot of you have been ministered to, pastor after this type of nature. No challenge. When you're back up against what you have no resource, you don't know how to respond except in your emotions. And you don't see what God is doing to you. If you're not, this is like right here, this teaches like preparing you. Yeah, it's going to prepare you, but also help you in where you came from. And why he has you here now. See, the enemy is counting on our ignorance. So we're just pulling back the cloak over him, right? Exposing. Yeah? And we won't feel the effect if we bonded in love. But he's counting on you feeling. Mm-hmm. Come on. 
Verse 9. Hold on. Read that again. Make sure we got it. Verse 8. Now, if you are exempt from correction Mm -hmm. and left without discipline in which all of God's children share, then you are illegitimate offspring and not true sons at all. Go ahead. Moreover, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us and we yielded to them. And respected them for training us. Training. Shall we not much more cheerfully submit to the Father of spirits and so truly live? Mm. For our earthly fathers disciplined us for only a short period of time. And chastised us as seemed proper and good to them. Mm -hmm. But he disciplines us for our certain good that we may become sharers in his own holiness. So this is how you become sharers of his holiness. Do y'all hear this? By his what? Discipline? Don't seem right, do it. <laughs> but it is right. Come on. Verse 11. For the time being, no discipline brings joy. Mm-hmm. But seems grievous and painful. Yeah, come on, don't it? Come on, talk to me, y'all. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty, Tony. Amen. But he answered, though, don't he? And he explains, right? If you are willing to hear and not leave. See, this is. See, I love it. See, this, if, you're not, you're, if you're willing to hear what he's saying, you don't understand the works that he's trying to work in you. It's all your heart. Now, let's listen to what our father is saying. Come on. For the time being, no discipline brings joy, Mm-mm. but seems grievous and painful. painful. But afterwards, it yields a peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Okay, here we go again with 316, Timothy, right? See, you're in training. Oh, man. It's supposed to be rough. It's supposed to be rough. It's supposed to be convicting. But don't let him get you, I'm not good enough. See, now you don't understand your righteousness. Now he'll use, he'll make you condemned. See, y'all understand. Come on, y'all. Got to get y'all to this place where you're not offended by the truth. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Come on. It yields a peaceable fruit Mm. of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. A harvest of fruit which consists in righteousness in conformity to God's will. In purpose, thought, and action, resulting in right living Mm. and right standing with God. Oh, so you got to be accountable. So when teachers up telling you, coming after I teach, this is what she's doing. See, hold on. Do y'all see that? Resulting in right living and right standing with God. You have to be trained in this. That means you can't do it on your own. That's dangerous. 
Because you got a lot of people. So, you know, you don't go to church and, you know, you, you decided to, you know, just stay home and do home church and all that. Mm-mm, that's not the order of God. They had to in the first century. He didn't say you had to now. You can still go. See, but that's but then how do you get trained in right living? How do you get corrected when you have no teacher? You have no pastor, no shepherd. Mm-hmm. Come on, read. Verse 12. So then, brace up mm. and reinvigorate and set right your slackened and weakened and drooping hands and strengthen your feeble and palsied and tottering knees and cut through and make firm and plain and smooth straight paths for your feet. Good God. Yes, make them safe and upright and happy paths that go in the right direction so that the lame and halting limbs may not be put out of joint, Mm. but rather may be cured. Verse 14. Made strong. Strive to live in peace with everybody. Hold on. It said strive. Mean it's not going to be easy, but you as believers are to strive. Right? There are going to be some times and some tough people, but you are to strive as believers. See, this is how the enemy can't get us. Come on, come on, come on. It's quiet. Come on, finish. We're going all the way to 17. Go ahead. Strive to live in peace with everybody and pursue that consecration and holiness without which no one will ever see the Lord. Mm. Verse 15, exercise foresight and be on the watch Uh. to look after one another, to see that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace, his unmerited favor and spiritual blessing. Stop, stop right there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all see that? Now, is that what we really doing? Uh, for us to be a healthy church. Somebody don't even talk to some of the people in here. This is how the enemy comes in. I'm trying to help us. You show yourself friendly. Whether they talk to you or not. You go. See, this, this is how he get us all the time. Oh, my goodness. Exercise foresight. Then you have it. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. Let's, let's do this. Be on the watch to look after one another. To see that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace. Don't get mad if somebody asks you where you've been. <laughs> Don't get mad if somebody asks you, are you a tither? Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, Why well, I always got to get quiet when he mentioned that? I'm, I'm going to hope they get what I just said. Okay. 
All right. And y'all know as leaders what is required. They're like, move on, pastor, move on. That's another trap of the enemy. That's just your heart. Because you get your tie to something. See, you may not want to, anybody. See, that's another, that's how he gets you. Okay. Take it up with God. Because he said, I change not. Okay, here we go. It's the heart condition is what the problem is. Everything and every issue is in the heart. Come on. Let, let's look at that. What did that say again? Exercise foresight. Be on the watch to look after what? Yourself. It's, why is that there? Whose spirit y'all operating in? That's the word. Isn't that right? Come on. This intercessory prayer. This is how he get us with ignorance. And I'm trying to give you some light so you're not ignorant. So he can't. Listen, the more light you have, the less hold he has on you. Yeah. Go ahead, minister. See that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace, his unmerited favor and spiritual blessing. In order that no root of resentment, Mm. rancor, bitterness, or hatred shoots forth and causes trouble and bitter torment, and the many become contaminated and defiled by it. No, that's right. Keep saying what you got to say. Because if one, just a little leaven, affects the whole lump. Imagine if the body of Christ really operated like this. Imagine the body of Christ really operated like this. How much love we would experience and how much the world would be drawn to what we have. Yeah? But that resides in you. You carry that. And first is how you treat each other. Are we gonna treat we're gonna treat the world better than we treat each other. They got to see us first, how we treat each other. Okay. That's why your husband and wife can't be bitter and fighting and separating and all these types of things. Yes? Okay, all right. Come on. Mm-hmm. Verse 16. Come on, we're almost there. That no one may become guilty of sexual vice or become a profane, godless, and sacrilegious person mm-hmm. as Esau did, mm-hmm. who sold his own birthright for a single meal. For a single act of his flesh. Mm-hmm. Sold his birthright for a single act of his flesh. He exercised his Come on. 17. Verse 17. For you understand 
that later on, when he wanted to regain title to his inheritance of the blessing, he was rejected, disqualified, and set aside. For he could find no opportunity to repair by repentance what he had done. No chance to recall the choice he had made, although he sought for it carefully mm. with bitter tears. Mm. Mm. Be careful how you treat people. Be careful how you treat God and his word. Be careful how you serve him with the information that you get. Mm -hmm. This is serious. See, it's like we, I'm going to say it again, we. As believers, we have the most difficult time understanding how to operate in the spirit. Y'all hear me? For must knows about how the enemy attacks us. Get your soul first out of the world. Get your soul out of the world. Right? Go to 1 Thessalonians 5.23. That's a powerful statement right there. You need to crack that open. <laughs> you got it? 1 Thessalonians 5.23. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 23. And may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through, separate you from profane things, make you pure and wholly consecrated to God. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved, sound and complete and found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Mm. Oh, my goodness. For must knows how the enemy attacks us. First, get your mind or get your soul out of the world. <laughs> you, it's like we in the, well, maybe not, but you, you hear, but you think still like the world. It is. It's, it's, we're thinking still like the world here. This is how he gets us. Your body, of course, is the outer shell, right? Uh, that's what we live in. <laughs> the spirit is your life force, which is or our essence, right? And then we have the soul, which is your mind, will, and your emotions. This is, in essence, the seat of who we really are. It's the war of your soul. Okay. Your soul is who you are, but your spirit is what you are. Y'all, you want me to hear it? Say it again. Y'all got it. Your soul is who you are, but your spirit is what you are. Mm -hmm. Man is a spirit, right? possesses a soul, lives in a body. Yeah. 
All right. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And your mind and will and your emotion has to be brought into the kingdom. The kingdom is what protects you from the world. The kingdom does. Mm. The kingdom is what protects you from the world that we live in. This is how we're protected from the temptation. Woo, teacher, this is how we're protected from the temptations. We're not living. We're not living. We're not living. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. You're in the world, but you're no longer of the world. Right? Okay, we'll be like, what is that? Okay. Mm. See, in the world, this is where your addictions and your struggles that lead you away from God or the kingdom. So where are you living? Mm. It's the battle for your soul. The mind is the center of your soul. Your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions, correct? The soul recedes from the senses. The soul receives your mind, your will, your emotion, receives from the senses and deposited into your spirit. The soul receives from the senses. Hearing, tasting, seeing, touching, feeling, right? All do with, the, with your soul. Touch not. Taste not. Watch it. Hold on. Mm -mm. Did y'all get that? Your soul receives from the senses and deposits it into your spirit. Well, your soul receives from the senses, which is what? Where your body operates. So your soul receives signals, transmission from the body, from the senses. Okay? Y'all follow me? Okay. Here we go. I'm going to take it a little slower here. This is where your feelings are, right? I told you all that, touching and all that, right? And your mind, your will, emotions, that's it. Then your soul takes it and deposits it into your spirit. You have to take charge or regulate what your soul is picking up from the senses. Okay? Mm, mm, mm. Go to Mark 4, 24. Mm -hmm. You have to take charge or regulate what your soul is picking up from your senses. Mark chapter 4 at verse 24. And he said to them, be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you mm -hmm. and more besides will be given to you who hear God. So, so what he's saying is take heed means to be selective or regulate mm -hmm. your hearing I told you you have to come you, you have to Get your soul out of the world. Okay. He's telling us to take heed how you hear too, right? I said take heed. It means to be selective or regulate your hearing. Because if not, you will leaven the whole lump, like I said. It will mess up your whole life, what you hear. Your soul receives from the senses. 
and deposits it into the soul. Here's the flip. All right. Here's the flip side of that. Your spirit reveals through the soul to the body. I'm going to say it again. The spirit reveals through the soul to the body. Information. Now, here's the problem. This is your everyday battle. Your body gets the information by its senses. Then it transmits it to your soul. And then your soul gives it to your spirit. Y'all following? Okay, as they say, y'all tracking. Now, the spirit got to deal with the information. So when the spirit needs the body to do something, it has to talk to the soul. Oh, y'all may see that. Y'all ain't there. So when the spirit needs the body to do something, it has to talk to the soul to tell the body to do something. Here's the problem. Sometimes the body don't want to do what the spirit tells it to do. We're talking about that sin that's so easily. Okay. You following, teacher? <sighs> mm-hmm. Here we go. Let me break it down. I know you, you're there. Hold on. <laughs> Here's the problem. Sometimes the body don't want to do what the spirit tells it to do. Here lies the struggle. The flesh and the spirit. Go to Galatians. Oh, the enemy ain't going to like this. Galatians 5, 17. Won't be before you long. Galatians chapter 5, verse 17. For the desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit. Mm. And the desires of the Spirit are opposed to the flesh. Godless human nature. For these are antagonistic to each other, mm. continually withstanding and in conflict with each other, mm. so that you are not free, but are prevented from doing what you desire to, to do. do. Oh, this is some deliverance right here. Oh, yeah. The Spirit says, the information, this is what happens right here. This is what, how the conflict is in there. The spirit says the information um, it got from the body is unrighteous. Okay, hold on. The spirit says the information that I got from the body is unrighteous. And the soul says that all the body, that's all the body gave me. Mm -hmm. The soul <laughs> cannot give the spirit what the body did not receive. Let me say that again. Okay, here we go. The spirit, listen, I'll start from the top. The spirit says the information, he says, all I got is the information I got from the body, and the, body, and the spirit said that information is unrighteous. You know that thing you want to do? Okay. You know when she brushed up against you? Okay. You felt something, it sent something to your soul, and now your spirit is trying to say, no. Right. Now here's the war. Oh, man. Hold on. Did I get it? Did you get it? The soul says, oh, that's all the body gave me was something unrighteous. 
The soul cannot give the spirit what the body did not receive. Mm -hmm. Faith comes by hearing and hearing through what the body, through the body. Mm -mm -mm. Faith comes by hearing and hearing through what the body. Mm -hmm. So the body hears something and the soul, listen, and the soul believed it and gives it to the spirit. Now the spirit received it and conceives it. Well, what's the reason for you to conceive something? Is to give birth. The trouble is, is what are you birthing? What have you received? Listen, the soul, the soul's like, I got it, you know, I got it from the body. Then it's trying to present it to the soul, I mean to the spirit, and the spirit said, That's unrighteous. But then the, the soul said, that's all the information that I got from the body. Okay. Y'all got it? Okay. <laughs> now the spirit receives it and conceives it and gives birth to it. Mm -mm, boy. That's why you can't be watching porn. That's why you that's why you can't be in porn. Okay. Oh my goodness. But it's like we we don't care. You're doing it. Okay, here we go. God's spirit and your spirit will tell the soul that the body needs to change the source of its information. You've got Holy Spirit in you and your spirit. Did y'all hear what I said? Now, it's telling the body you need to change the source of your information that you're trying to give me. That's wrong. That's <laughs> all right. it is. Then the body says, no. I like, uh-oh. Then the body says, no, I like how it feels. I'm going to say it again. The body says, no, I like how it feels. You know, this ain't got to be just sex. Because <laughs> that's where everybody's mind go when you say the body. But if you read in Galatians, he said, these are the works of the flesh. Oh, do we need to go there? Mm, no, teacher said for time's sake, we don't. You can go there on your own. All right. Oh, anger is one of them. Anger is one of them. There you go. Anger is one of them. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, right. It like that. I used to like to cuss. It didn't hurt. It felt good. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. This is what happens. This is the conversation that's going on. And, and it says, I like how it feels. Then the body says to the soul, feel it. Come on, feel it. See, the body tells the soul, go ahead, feel it. Because I know you're about to transmit. I know you're about to transmit to the spirit. Oh, come on. Oh, my goodness. Come on, feel it. That's what it be telling you. Go ahead, feel it. And then the soul says, <laughs> then the soul says, after the body done told it, he, he said, oh, it feel good. It's okay. And then the spirit says, yeah, but it's not okay. Maybe y'all don't have that yet in you. Do you have that yet in you? It's not okay I don't speak to you. It's not okay that I don't tie. It's not okay. So you don't have that? You don't have that yet? 
I'm talking to children too. It's not okay I didn't uh, listen to my parents. It's, you don't have that yet? It's not okay that the youth are in here and they don't talk to each other. It's not okay. You don't have that yet? I'm talking to you. Yes, I'm talking to you. You, you, all of the you. It's not okay. It's okay with you? Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. I'm letting you know who's talking to you and who you're listening to. You got your spirit now saying, it's okay. Then the spirit tells the soul to tell the body to stop. That's what's supposed to happen. Hmm. (laughs) That was funny. Hmm. That body tells that soul it feels sensual. The body keeps on messing with the soul. Let me say it again. The body keeps messing with the soul. It keeps wanting it to feel. It keeps wanting it to feel. Remember, your soul is where your emotions are. So the body keeps telling you, Be emotional. Be who you are. See, the body is trying to take control. This is how you fall into sin. It feels good. It sounds good. It tastes good. He said, the one that so easily besets you. Because you don't know how it works. You don't know the communication that's going on when you're doing it. The conversation between... The three of you. <laughs> and who wins? Who wins? Who's winning? Who, see, we keep saying we're winning. Well, are you winning for real? Are you winning for real? Hmm? Well, it was showing how you talk. It was showing how you interact. What are you winning? What is the race? What is the reward at the end of this race? Hmm. How we doing? How we doing with the obstacle course? Hmm? Man, God's not playing with us. Okay. Man. So that body is trying to convince our emotions. This is why we get so offended with other people. Because it's your feelings that is dictating to you the outcome. It's telling you, you have the right to feel this way. You should feel this way. Wrong. Because the Bible says that you are to not be overcome with evil. No, the Bible said you are not to be overcome with it. That's fear. That's evil. Man, teacher, I'm trying. All right. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. When that body convinces that soul over and over again that it feels good, what happens is now your spirit lost. 
now you find the thing that you should do, you can't do. Anything that you should do, you don't do. Yeah? Man. Then you find that now you're overtaken by your mind, your will, and your emotions, your soul. The soul can now dictate or regulate and accept. That's what happens. Your soul now is dictating to you. Regulating you. Your soul can either regulate or accept. You can either allow what you allow into your spirit. It only can get in your spirit through your soul. And it can only get into your soul through your senses. We're so touchy-feeling. That enemy is coming at us so hard, and we don't see it. Come on, y'all. All right. I feel like asking, like, what y'all learned tonight? <laughs> did you learn anything about the enemy? Yes. Did you earn, I want to know, did you learn something about you? You got to know how he get in. Yeah? Don't you got to... You, if you don't know how you get in, you can't keep them out. I keep telling you that. Right. Well, one is your touching, your senses. He gets into your soul. Just a word. They don't like. They don't like me. Don't nobody treat me right. See, that's how the enemy be talking to you. Next thing you know, now he's infected your spirit. Then you're walking in the flesh. Then you, you can't walk in the spirit. Now you're gonna fulfill the lust of your flesh. Yeah. You're going to have opposition, but it's your response. Right. It's your maturity. Yeah. It's your completeness of your spirit. Who is who ruling you? You can only win in your spirit. Yeah. What y'all downloading? Hmm? I just gave you the dynamic of how it all happens to really set you, set you up. Hey, teacher. I mean, I can keep going, but, you know, you want me to bring it to the end? <laughs> okay. Number one, get your soul out of the world and into the kingdom. This is the other thing. Number two, make a specific declaration to God about the things you will not do. No, no, I'm never going to watch porn again. See, you can't handle that one. Do, do the one... That sets you up to watch. Stop it at that level. Yeah. Oh man, come on, y'all, y'all all right on that one? That, see, make that decree. Stop it at that level, cause you know you ain't gonna stop. So let's find the thing that triggers. Let's find the trigger. All right. All right. Resist the enemy. How do I resist the enemy? You can only resist the enemy with the word. That's how Jesus did it in the wilderness. That's the only way that you can resist him. How do you renew your mind? With the word. That's how you renew your mind is with the word. Yeah? 
and take one day at a time. Get victory today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Get the victory for today. Survive today. Amen. That's a simple one. Hey, teacher. I'm done. Until Friday. Woo. <laughs> if y'all could do the battle, me and Herbie happen. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> the teacher can't, come on, let the teacher out for a second. Make sure that, that they have clarity and understanding, uh, you know, what a teacher does. A teacher, what she, where her gift is, she brings clarity. Yeah, I teach in wisdom, but she brings clarity. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Yes. You're awesome. Oh, wow. Exciting, right? The word of God. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I am so for real. I am really excited. Um, we should be experiencing different levels with Christ. Uh, we should always have a zeal and also high expectation of his manifestation. The question is, do we? Because if you're, if you're not waiting, expecting for him to manifest, then there's no need. When you're not expecting someone to come, normally they're not going to be there, right? Because not expecting them. But are you expecting the manifestation of God, I am. Because when you do, he really shows up in your life. Um, wow. The simplicity of this teaching is this. So faith comes by hearing, you were saying, Pastor, right? And this whole communication that goes on with the the body, mind, soul, and spirit is that it does this cycle. Body com communicating to the soul, soul communicating to the spirit. But then there's Holy Spirit. I have a question to Holy Spirit. It says that the flesh and the spirit is opposed to each other. Hostile. That straight sound like a couple of dogs. I'm sorry, Pastor. <laughs> I just couldn't. That was too much. <laughs> Pastor. <laughs> I'm coming back. I'm coming back. We should. We should know that we cannot say no to our flesh when the word of God comes and we don't obey. So faith comes by hearing. Faith is the power to say no. Otherwise, you don't have the ability. So when you hear the word of God and don't obey the word of God, faith doesn't arrive, which means you don't have the ability to now come against your flesh. 
just make it really simple. But the question is that it's become a fight and a struggle then. And it will continue to be a fight and a struggle to love, to walk in peace, to be, to be kind, because you have really built up an endurance to oppose the spirit. So, Pastor, I was thinking, why don't we simply, when we have the opportunity, just comply to the word of God? It's really simple. Comply. If, if not, it's all, okay, so now I have to go on a fast, and, and then I'm going to have to, you know, have a meeting with pastor and teacher, and then I'm going to have to get with the intercessor, and then I'm going to have to... But the word of God, and I believe it was Hebrews 1, 12, 1, is it was speaking about the, the unnecessary weight. I want to know, did we catch the unnecessary weight and also sin? They're not together. It says that, why are you carrying the unnecessary weight in sin that so easily pull you off track? Unnecessary. It's unnecessary to, to be offended. It's unnecessary weight to feel some kind of way about someone. That's unnecessary. Yes, Pastor. What that weight was, it slows, because this is about running the race. Yeah. So those, as an athlete, you want to be as aerodynamic as possible. If you're a swimmer, you want to have the right suit, the runners, everything, because those weights will slow your race down. Yeah. That's right. So that's what it's really trying to say. Make sure that you, you, you take those off so you can run this race. Right. It's difficult enough. I just heard passing the spirit. That right. unnecessary weight, when it slows you down, your target, an easy target. It slows, oh, see. Oh, I'm going to need us to hear. See, it slows you down long enough for the enemy to now hit, I mean, a bullseye. Because, see, now when he slows you down, now you're going to have plenty of time to think about the things you don't need to think about. Then I'm getting confused, and then I'm getting convicted. But I, I thank God because when you put on the unnecessary weight, so it means you're making choices that you shouldn't choose, unnecessary weight. Don't move into certain agreements or make purchases, contracts. Unne see, unnecessary responsibility. Even becoming a parent. We all have plans, but it should be the time that you're ready. See, now I'm not ready. I'm working unnecessary weight. You knew the child was coming. You knew you weren't going to get much sleep. The life. See, unnecessary. And it's the way that you think about 
what you're dealing with. That you make it to be a necessary weight. Something that you don't have to carry. It just is what it is. And deal with it. The different things are, oh, okay, okay, time up. So I'm going to end here. <laughs> See, I just want to leave you with something simple. I could go on, but I want you to know the word of God is with all simplicity. It's simply obey his word. Faith comes by obedience. Isn't it beautiful? It's just, it's just so beautiful. It comes by obedience. It means that it empowers you. We were uh, seeing our sister tonight, and I saw her last Thursday. And she said, I noticed when you left me, you, you had this look on your face. She said, it's like you were saying a lot to me, but I didn't know all what you were saying. She said, but I know you were really saying that you need to really keep a strong mind. And I was saying a lot of things to her in that look. That look was like, this is not the time to give up. You're strong. Say, look, you're, you're strong in the mind. It, this is where, this is what is able to keep you living beyond your flesh. Is that the mind is strong. But what's, what happens is that the enemy weakens your mind. See, your mind get weakened. Your entire body now follows. And then just leaving her tonight, and we, I told her, I said, we prayed. I said, but we're going to pray again because I want it to be so that when we leave here that you still sense not only our presence, but the presence of the Holy Spirit and his comfort. And we have to really see, and I'm very serious about this, and consider our own transition. And really look at the condition of our lives. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we going? Where's, what's the next phase of my life that where God is taking me to? Not where you're trying to take yourself to, but where God is taking you to. She said, I'm realizing a lot of things since I've been sick. A lot of times you think you, you'll be all right being left alone or, or alone. But she's not. She was very grateful that she had at least a few of her sisters um, by her side. Because it's seven girls. It was three boys. And I'm telling you this to say that we don't, we shouldn't have to wait until the mobility of our bodies and our mental faculties are attacked. To where we can then look around and say, I really see what love is now. And I really see what really matters now. It, it, it's not my business. It, it was never about how much I made. It was not the cars. It wasn't any of these superficial things. It's about family. It's about unity. And that's the thing. It's about relationship. Because there's strength in relationship. This is why it's significant that we, or essential, that we ensure that we have healthy relationships. At all costs, you are to 
fight for the bond of peace. Peace is our stabilizer. Amen. Amen. All right, wait and take us out. <laughs> Praise you, the Lord. By our hearts. Dear Heavenly Father, we just first and foremost, Lord God, just thank you, Father, for this day. We glorify your name, Lord God. We give you honor, Father. We give you praise, Father, for the teaching that came forth, Father, today from our pastor, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, Father, that the word, Father, has found a place in our hearts, Lord God, that we're able to live this out, Lord God. Stay in the race, Father. Endure, Lord God, Father. And, Father, just stay strong in the faith, Lord God, so that when we see the enemy approaching, Lord God, we can apply the word, Father, and live victoriously, Lord God. So we thank you for our man of God, Lord God, as he labored over the word. Thank you for keeping his mind, Father. Thank you, Father, for keeping him out of the hands of the enemy, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, Father, that you will replenish, Lord God, all this he has put out, Father, today, Father, that he won't have, Father, any, Lord God, Father, um, headaches, Lord God, or any, Lord God, vertigo, Father, or any pain in his body, Lord God, bursitis, arthritis, Lord God, anything, Father, that will prevent him, Lord God, from forward motion, Lord God, in you, Lord God. So we, Father, link up in arms, Father, as a body, Lord God. We stand beside our pastor. We stand beside our teacher. We stand beside our prophetess, Lord God. We stand beside, Lord God, one another, Lord God, as we strive, Lord, to keep peace, Lord God, as we strive, Father, to protect our relationships, Lord God, and lead others to Christ, Lord God. So we thank you, Father, that we will, Father, walk out of here, Father, change. That we will walk out of here, Lord God, ready, Father, to minister your gospel, Father, with a fire, Father, that cannot be extinguished, Lord God. Reignite our fires if they have, Father, died out right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We thank you that we will move by the Spirit, Lord God. We thank you, Father, we will hear your voice like never before, Lord God. Love, Lord God, Father, as we never have before, Father, your love love, Lord God. So we thank you, Father, that you will continue, Father, to protect us and guide us and lead us into all truth, Lord God. So it's in your name that we give you honor and praise, Lord God, Father. We consider your heart, Lord God. We lift up the name of Jesus Christ in everything that we do, Lord God. You be exalted, Father. You be praised, Lord God. You be honored. You, Father, be lifted high in our thoughts, in our hearts, Father, in our Father, life's dealings, Lord God. And it is in the name, Father, Jesus Christ, that we pray, we believe, we trust, and rely on. Amen.